It's time to listen, oh, we're gonna talk about a movie. Binging bitches. Hey. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. back. Welcome back. Yeah, can you tell what movie we watched this week, guys? Are you ready? Are you excited? This Christmas. Um, Last week, I was T-Dizzle. I was calling in. This week, we got little Air Breezy on the line. Pew, 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 pew. And it's your girl Brittany in the house as well. Um, yeah, so Am Breezy is not in town right now, but we are making it work. And she phoned in. She's doing her good old holiday traveling. Yep. Hey, man, don't be telling them that. <laughs> <laughs> don't be telling them that. What you want me to tell them? You got the Rona? No, I was kidding. No, <laughs> You guys watch Kevin Hart's special? Yes. <laughs> you got the vid? Girl, you got the vid? <laughs> she, she got the vid. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it yet, it's really good. Watch it on Netflix. It's hella funny. But yeah, so we watched This Christmas. Yes. Such a, I gotta say, it was such a treat. Um, I, when it first came out, I loved everybody that was in it so much that I hyped the movie up in my head. So when I did finally get to watch it, I didn't care for it. It didn't like, it didn't live up to my hype. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hadn't watched it since. It was one of those movies where I was like, okay, I'll watch it and then I'm not gonna watch it again. But I know you guys always liked it. So I was like, okay. Um, so when we decided to watch it, this one, I'm like, okay, I can finally give it another try. I'm much older. It's been a minute since I've watched it again. Like, let me sit down. And it was so good. It's just like everything was removed from it. Like there was no hype. I was just going into it to watch it for what it was. And it was so good. Yeah. Me and Ambrisi, we literally watch it at least once a year together. And it's it's usually like all Christmas Eve. We'll put it on like. Everybody's like, oh, like, let's play a game or let's put on music. But we have to put on this This Christmas Christmas. (laughs) at least once during Christmas Eve. It's just a tradition at this point. Yeah. No. Yeah, I really think it's like my favorite Christmas movie. Yes. Definitely. I mean, I remember watching it. Yes. And I remember screaming when it showed Chris Brown with his shirt off in bed. Like, and that was his first scene in the movie. I remember screaming in the movie. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, and then it had Idris Elba in it, who was always fine. Like, he's the sexiest man on earth, but, like, I don't know. I just. I can appreciate it so much more now. When he was playing the saxophone at the beginning, I was just like, mm. yes. It had so many good people in it. Yes. Like Lauren London, mm-hmm. Columbus Shore, Regina King. Yes, it had queen. so many good people in it. And then the guy who plays um, Santa. <laughs> oh, Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah, I yeah. love him. Yeah, I love him. So my fiance popped in too because I was like, who plays Joe? I was like, where was he in? Like, I know I just saw him. What was he yes. in? And my fiance popped in and he goes, oh, he's in Five Bloods, the um, oh, yeah. Spike uh-huh. Lee joint. And I was like, oh. Um, so yeah, no, he, my fiance felt like he was robbed of an Oscar, so he's like, that man's such a good actor. Mm-hmm. But he's good. also in Gone in 60 Seconds. Oh. Which, <laughs> which my partner made me watch after watching this, after we watched this Christmas, because I do know where else he's from, and I was like, no, and he's like, well, we're watching it right now. 
so we watched it. It was pretty good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this movie was just so good. Yeah. I don't even know where to start. Um, just them coming back home from the, for the holidays. I think that was just such a feel good <sighs> moment. For me, I lived in the East Coast for like seven years, and I would always come back home. Did you? <laughs> I would always come back to the West Coast every year, specifically just on Christmas. Um, and it was like watching this movie makes me like makes me reminisce on the times when I would just come home. It's like a, such a good moment, like a a warm feeling coming home for the holidays, like yeah. seeing your family, and then like even them, they were like, "Oh man, like baby grew hella big." Like mm-hmm. their old, their youngest brother was like the tallest one out of all of them, and they still called him baby. But like it's like, oh man, like not seeing him for a whole year, they're like, "Whoa, you grew," and mm-hmm. like just things changed throughout the year, and being able to like kind of see it. When you come home, it's, it's a good feeling. It is. I like, I like it. I really enjoy Christmas in our family, too, because, like, there are a lot of us that don't live locally. Like, we have uncles that live in other countries mm-hmm. or, like, down south. And, like, Christmas is the one time of the year where everybody comes together and you just see – you check in with each other. Mm-hmm. We have aunts and uncles that we only see on holidays. So, like, when we do see them, it's just, like, such a treat that mm-hmm. they still come around to see us. Yeah. Um, so that, like, it reminded me of that warm feeling, just of all being together, especially yeah. when Idris Elba comes home and, like, the mom is like, we're all home. Oh, my God. That was such a good moment Ugh. when they were doing their, when they were dancing and then he just, like, sneaks behind her and mm-hmm. she, like, oh, I almost cried because I was like, oh, that's so cute. Like, <laughs> I can, I know that feeling of, like, being surprised of having somebody home. Yeah. That you wish would come home. Yeah. Because she said he didn't come home for, like, four years yeah. straight. So I can't even imagine. What that reminded me of was when, literally, when T. Dizzle lived on the East Coast, I had texted her saying, like, oh, I miss you. And I didn't think she was coming home for another two weeks, but she came home early. And um, she, the like, our cousins had come to my house at Christmas Carol. And I texted her that day, and I was like, I miss you so much. Like, I can't wait till you're home. And she was like, yeah, me too. And then that night when they came over to Christmas Carol, who pops out but a Santa Claus? Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> I was like, was what is she you. talking about? And I was like, oh my yes. god, you're home. Early. I did. I did surprise the family. That oh, was, that was so cool. That was so cool. It was, and then I was like, you little stinker. I literally was texting you how much I miss you when you were getting on the freaking plane. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, no, that was such now a Now I want to go watch miracle. that video, because I think I, I have a video of, like, everybody's reaction. Oh, I love one. it. I love it. That, that was, was cool. a good, that was a good Christmas memory. Um, apart- yeah, I was the accomplice on that. You really yes. were. I think, Embreezy, you're the one that picked me up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Took you around, yeah, you know. I literally posted on Instagram, too. I was like, oh, because T. Dizzle comes home in T minus two weeks. And you were like, yeah, I miss you. Like, you commented on it and everything. I was like, I'm a freaking idiot. That's funny. <laughs> you got me. You got me. Yeah. Um, no, another part that cracked me up was um, when Regina King at the beginning is, like, preparing the food. And she's getting mad that, like, they can't eat until everybody comes. And, like, she's like, everybody's late. And I think either Lauren London or Chris Brown goes, well, why don't you start coming late so you be on time? It was Chris Brown, yeah. Yeah, and I just laughed at that because it's like my mom's always early to literally everything, Mm -hmm. and I'd always just be like, oh, my God, we got here so early. We're not going to eat for another freaking hour, and I wouldn't even be mad at everybody else that came late. I'd be mad that we got there freaking early. early. Yeah. 
I'd just be like, Mom, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And then she'd always be like, why is everybody late? It's like, no, girl, you just come real early. Like, you, I related to Chris Brown so much. It's like, you, if you know your family is always going to be late, just come at the same time you think they're going to come. And you know you're too late when the late ones say, dang, you're late. Yeah. And that's not a big deal. It's like, so what? You waited for a Now once. you know how we yeah. feel. So I'm just like, I come when I come. And sometimes it's really early. Oh, my <laughs> Still. gosh. Uh, no, yeah, that cracked me up. I was so relatable. Yeah, I was going to say, overall, just that's one of the reasons why I loved this movie from the get is because it reminded me so much of our family and, like, our Christmas and, like, just overall, just, like, the love and happiness in our family, like, the togetherness and the bond that's there mm-hmm. in, like, our big extended family. So I feel like a lot of it is super relatable, like, mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, like, when um, Lauren London came home with her boyfriend, her new boyfriend, and, like, all the men just get up. They're, like, sizing them up. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go check on the girls and, like, leaves him there. First of all, she was, that was kind of janky of her to just leave her newly boyfriend just standing there (laughs) with all her brothers and her cousins or whatever just for him to get chewed out. But they were trying to, like, scare him a little bit, like... Chris Brown barked at him, I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought that was, was right. <laughs> exactly. I thought that was hella cute. That was funny. I feel like when we bring like our significant others to our family for the first time for the holidays, it's different than just like any other party because it's like all of them all at once. It's like our family like just threw it's just a whole bunch of us just threw yeah. us all in one room. Yeah. It's like throwing them to the wolves, essentially. No, it's, it's legit like, like one room. And yeah. it's like, because as soon as you walk in on Christmas Eve, you're like, okay, this is auntie, uncle's cousin, yeah. cousin, auntie, uncle, cousin, auntie, sister, cousin, brother, yeah. uncle. Like, they're just all sitting there in a yeah. group. <laughs> and in like, a group. <laughs> and tomorrow's tradition, like you almond as uh-huh. you greet people, so you kiss everybody on the cheek. And so it's like, I... I I remember when I introduced my fiancé, I was like, okay, so tomorrow tradition is you kiss everybody on the cheek. Nobody's going to expect you to do it right away, but I'm going to do it, and then I'm going to introduce you after each one. And he was like, okay, that's cool. But, like, he didn't realize just, like, how it's literal. Like, you work your way around the room. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good that you kind of, like, gave him a little lesson. Oh, I had to. I didn't. I was just like, <laughs> okay, like, just follow me. <laughs> and then he just hugged them as we went across. Aww. Like, yeah, but he did, I didn't give him the whole, like, yeah, so I almond every single one of them. <laughs> like, I didn't give him the rundown. That would have probably been good, helpful. Though. Yeah. I know at one point, like, with my cousins, there's like a group of them that will just, our cousins will just sit in the corner. So I'll just be like, okay, this is. Boom, 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 boom. And then he'll just, like, say hi. Yeah. <laughs> and just nod and we're like, okay, let's keep going. Yeah. There's too many of us. we got a lot of people, so just wave and, and be good. Yeah. Yeah, girl, I don't remember, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, I was, like, really trying to think. And I'm like, no, I don't even remember. Like, I remember the first major holiday that it was, but I don't remember the whole, if I coached him a little or not. I probably didn't because I just, you know, be unprepared like that and chaotic. Um. <laughs> So I don't know. But I know it's overwhelming because, yeah, no. Our family is huge. Actually, my friends, like, my friends that I've introduced to the family, though, like, I barely, 
I barely even tell them every every relationship. I'm just like, this is so and so, so and so, so and so. You're gonna mm-hmm. forget them all. That's okay. Um, when I met his family, I met majority of them on Christmas, and they do like it's a three day thing. So oh. his dad's side meets two days before Christmas Eve. His mom's side meets on Christmas Eve. And then, like, they have their own little intimate Christmas. And so, like, I got to meet most of his dad's side, like, his cousins and stuff on Christmas, two days before Christmas. And then um, most of his mom's side and his cousins on that side on Christmas Eve. And it was just, like, it was nice because it was my first Christmas, like, away from home on my own. Um, So it was, like, kind of distracting that I, like, got to meet new people and, like, you know, I had to make a good first impression. Um, but then when we got home, I remembered, like, I got my sister an iPod. Yeah, I got her an iPod for her birthday, and she FaceTimed me, and I got to see everybody, and that's where I was like, oh my god, this sucks. Aww. <laughs> this yeah. is, it's, because it's just, like, for me, there is no Christmas like ours. Like, there's none. It's just this warmth, it's this feeling of togetherness, and it's just, like, it's unmatched. And I feel like, I think everybody would say the same thing about their family. Like, there's nothing like Christmas with your family. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's just, like, it's bigger. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just one big party. Like, it's so fun. Yeah, I think that's why I liked this movie so much, because you feel that warmth in the movie. Yeah. The whole entire time. Mm-hmm. You feel, like, the love mm-hmm. within it, like, just, Yeah. Because yeah. even when they go out together, when they all, like, sneak out to go to the the bar yeah. together, I thought that was Again, so cute. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was so cute. Like, they all just were like, yeah, like, let's just go, like, you know. Uh-huh. And that's something we do, like, as with our cousins and our uh-huh. siblings. We're like, yeah, let's just all just go. Like, yeah. fuck it, we're all together. Like, let's just go. And so the fact that they went to, like, the bar and then to hear Chris Brown sing, oh, so good. Yeah. Freaking love him. And then I'll be hyped for him. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, that's baby. <laughs> oh, my God, that's baby. That's my brother. So how did you guys feel about Columbus Short's situation he had going on? I, oh, I, there were so many levels to that. Just because, like, he didn't know how to break it to his mom that he eloped. And then there's also the idea of, like, what it, who he eloped with. Yeah, that's... <laughs> was it that he eloped or was it that he married I mean, a white there's woman? there's <laughs> so many levels. And then also he was AWOL. They're, like, yeah. look at all those layers to that. And then on top of it, she had her own little layer that she told no one that she was pregnant. Yeah. So it's just like... Well, she had just found out. Because oh. Lauren London said she was only... Six weeks. Six weeks. So yeah. she had just found out. Okay. Yeah. That's usually around the time that you find out that you're pregnant. Oh, okay. Yeah, if not later. So that, I mean, I feel like I felt so bad for his wife because Mm -hmm. she was like so ready to meet his family Mm -hmm. and he was low-key embarrassed. Mm -hmm. And I was like, why? Like, you married her. Why would you be embarrassed? Especially if you're so close to your family. Mm -hmm. What, sorry, what's holding you back from like introducing the woman you love to your family who you love, you Mm -hmm. know, like. And that's why I was like, is it because she's white? Like, what the hell? (laughs) That didn't make any sense because the moment she actually met them, they loved on her. Like, the mom was like, well, welcome to the family, I guess. Like, Mm -hmm. are you hungry? So that part, I didn't really care for that. I didn't really care for him 
in that whole situation. I thought he was kind of messed up, especially when they went to the club and she was like, oh my God, your family's here. Like, so I get to meet them. And she was so ready to go over there. And he was like, nah, just stay here by yourself. Like what? You are not about to leave me in this bar by myself. And the hotel by herself. Exactly. Like that was so messed up. Yeah, it was dumb. He was stupid. He was so... So annoying. Yeah, no. It's like, you already did it at that point. Just tell them. Exactly. And don't hide it anymore. You don't need to hide it for two more days. Right. And my thing is, is like, they try to make it seem as if, like, her family didn't approve because he's black. But, like, you know your family enough to know, like, if they would, you know, like, you Mm -hmm. know how the vibe that they would get. So for you to know that your family is so loving and just, like, your mother is so loving and caring, she wouldn't act like her family, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, even though you had to deal with her family, doesn't mean you're going to deal the same thing with what your family... Like, your family is going to open... Welcome her with open arms. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Ugh. He made me so upset. Still fine, but so upset. (laughs) (laughs) talk about Idris Elba too for a second like a young Idris Elba mm. he looks he good doesn't as, age as every age yeah he looks good to me like, he doesn't age I feel like he looks the he, same he still look the same exactly I can tell like his face is a little skinnier a little smoother he's not gray but I like the gray too. I like the hint of gray yeah I love it so much he just he's just Literally, I don't think you could name a finer man in the world. And it's the voice for me. Yes. Like, oh my god. The American accent and his real voice. His like, deep, mm, deep voice. Accents. Velvety. The deepness, like... He's just a treat. How, I mean, like... How deep can you go? Like, he's so attractive <laughs> that I sat through cats. And I don't recommend that to anybody. But I sat through cats for him. Like, that shit was... Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit through cats Don't. for him, but, um, <laughs> damn, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. Bringing it back, though, how would you guys feel if your brother or sister or, like, one of us eloped and just didn't say shit and then came back and was like, surprise, I'm married? But that's the thing. He didn't even tell the family. They, they found out because he was in jail. Yeah, how would so you So my thing is, is like, when was he actually even going to tell them? Mm. Or was he even, like, was he going to bitch out last minute? Because he didn't want to tell them when they were in the club together. Yeah. But if you did come home and was just like, surprise, this is my husband now. I mean, we would do like everybody else and just welcome them with open arms. <laughs> Our family is very welcoming to yeah, everybody no, and get, anybody. They love everybody. Yeah. They love everybody so much. Don't mean we ain't gonna talk shit behind your back. No, yeah, <laughs> no. I feel like I feel like we might like, say some stuff when you leave. Like, damn, I can't believe she really got, she married, got married. Like, and didn't say nothing. Who is this person? That's crazy. That's what but he's nice this? though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're cute. I guess. No, but I'm like, if one of you guys came home and was like, just all of a sudden eloped, I would be like, you could have fucking told me. Yeah, just that's tell crazy. me. Well, I think. Here's what I think, hot take. I think the elopement isn't like the bad part. Like I don't think that's that I would find that. Like I wouldn't be mad, right? If it was someone, if they came back and then eloped, someone they were already with, someone that I already knew and they were already yeah. together and been together. 
But the fact that he brought a whole stranger, like, didn't introduce her to mm-hmm. nobody. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like, out of nowhere, like, boom, not only did I vote, but she's a stranger. You don't even know her. Yeah. Like, you're meeting her for the first time as my wife. That's, oof. And it's just, like, <sighs> and then it's kind of, like, in a way you're, like, what are you hiding? Because mm-hmm. why didn't you ever want to tell us that you guys were even together? Or that you liked the girl, that you, lo- you know, you fell in love with the girl? Like, what made you not want to tell us something like that? It sets it up for failure because, like, even the, the two sisters, Lauren London and the older sister, not Regina King, the other one, uh, Lisa. No. Whatever. Her, I forgot. Kelly. Kelly. Um, she, they were talking when they were drying off from being in the rain, and she was like, yeah, she's pregnant, too. And then Kelly was like, oh, that's why he married her. And then Lauren London's character was like, no, he he, she, he doesn't even know she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you set yourself up for your family to say that, though. Like, yeah, that's why he married oh, her. He doesn't he love her. her. He married her because she's pregnant. Like, yeah. you give no backstory. You give no, like... I, I just saw her and I loved her. Like, I had to marry her. But why not say, like, before you guys even drive down to the courthouse, like, why not just give, it's a simple phone call. Yeah. Or a letter or, I don't know, something mm-hmm. you could have done, like, text message. Hey, yeah. I'm in love, y'all. I'm about to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, something, like, so we can at least know the girl before you bring her home. But, yeah. You know, one thing I was thinking about, with this and this might be like reaching or like just digging in too deep but I think like being from a big family like that like he was one of six siblings I want to say um and when you get to those bigger family dynamics of like five or more kids like it just gets easy to get kind of lost mm-hmm. or to go unnoticed mm-hmm. amongst everybody and so maybe he was so used to like flying under the radar doing his own thing you know, and I don't know, maybe that kind of played into his psyche. Yeah. I don't know, but... that's definitely a thing with big families. True. That is true. But then at the same time, I don't know, I feel like it's very important to tell your... At least your mom would be nice. Yeah, but... But I get get what you're saying. He even has, like, a healthy relationship, you know, with his mom. That is true. So I get what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. Touching on the big family thing, too, um... We when somebody makes a comment, it's like, oh, we all know I'm Madeira's favorite, and she's like, I don't have a favorite. My favorite is whoever I'm talking to at the moment, and whoever needs mom's love more. And I feel like that is true when you have that many kids. But like, I mean, every family got a favorite. <laughs> no, but I actually, I I think that is, I like which I like how she made it like. There is pretty much at the end of the day, there is no favorite. No, yeah, like, you love everybody equally. You're gonna all feel like you're my favorite at the moment, yeah, no matter what. And I feel like that could go hand in hand with a family of two or a family of twenty. Yeah. So that I thought that was I actually thought that was really cute because I feel like we do that all the time. Like, oh, who's grandma's favorite? You know, who's mom's favorite? Who's dad's favorite? Like, that's another thing that's very relatable. Yeah, is trying to figure out who's. Who's the favorite in the family? But then, like, she kind of put it in perspective of, like, well, yeah, he's my favorite right now because I'm talking to him, you know? Yeah. Like, so that's, I thought that was cute. Um, another, like, dynamic in there that I liked um, that they showed that's very relatable to was the two sisters, the two older sisters, mm-hmm. like, how um, yeah. they, one, went off to college and, got her degree and like is very successful business while the other one 
um, stayed home to help the mom with her business and just help take care of her mom. So they were like, they're two different perspectives in life. And I feel like every time, or it show, it made it seem as if like every time they came around each other, they were like kind of competing in a way. And like, you know, who's better? Like, oh, well, I'm a better cook. Oh, well, I was too busy studying, so I didn't learn how to cook. You I know, I agree, like, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that dynamic was very relatable. I feel like that happens a lot in families. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, And it's not just, like, siblings. Like, I feel like it just it happens mm-hmm. with everybody, like, just getting competitive. I think there's a line between, like, playful competitiveness and then, like, vindictive, but... It's just, it's very relatable. They were low-key digging at each other, though. They really were. They had so it issues. So it definitely wasn't, it was trying to pretend like it's playful, but they were they were definitely digging at each other. Yes. Like, well, make sure that when you get a girl, she can cook like your big sister. Yeah. Like, it's playful, but at the same time, you're like digging at your other sister because yeah. you know, everybody knows she can't cook. Yeah. No, it was just, like, watching them, especially in the rain, like, when they took it to physical contact, I was like, ooh, no, not your sister. I like, feel like, but they needed that. Yeah. They needed to get it out of their their um, system. But it's just, like, when she made the comment that she raised Columbus short, it just was the mm. straw that broke the camel's back on her, and she just, like, they flipped out on each other, and I was like, damn. But I get, I well, I don't get it. I've never, I can't say, like, to me I can relate to that, but I've I know of people who f- have this like weight on their shoulder because they feel like they missed out on life because they had to take care of their siblings, like help their mom take care of their siblings. Mm. And I feel like that showed it in a way, like you know when she said like I was at home taking care of y'all, like taking mm-hmm. care of the kids. So you know, like yeah. So I get her frustration and like why she just decided to just lash out yeah mm-hmm. definitely i've seen some and heard of some like really pretty bad sibling fights that got to that same point too mm-hmm. and i think it kind of stemmed from like just constant competition throughout your whole life yes you know like always being pitted against each other or mm-hmm. just like always trying to one-up each other throughout your whole life that mm-hmm. it just finally like finally got to a point where it had to just be fought out Mm-hmm. And I feel like that happens a lot when the siblings are super close in age. Because mm-hmm. even yeah. just, like, like throwing out, like, a random, like, famous um, family, like the Kardashians, how, like, um, the two older ones, Kim and Courtney, they're constantly, like, fighting with each other the most. But I feel like it's because they were, they're, they're close, they're, like, 12 months apart, 13 months apart. Mm-hmm. So they're... They were. I feel like they might have been constantly competing with each mm-hmm. other, which is something that happens so normally in a family, especially when the their the kids are so close in age. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I've seen it a lot. It's just like I yeah, feel definitely. like it's second nature for people to compare, and it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not even like if you're not a part of like if you're not the one being compared, but you're starting to compare other people, like it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It just shouldn't be done. It doesn't feel good, and you shouldn't do it. It just happens, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely one of those easier said than done. Yeah. Sort oh, of yeah. Things, but I think definitely trying your hardest and, like, being conscious of when you are, mm-hmm. when you are comparing yourself to other people, and it just how, ugh, like, I felt how, like, ugly and just disgusting it exactly. feels. Exactly. Yeah. 
it really did a good job of highlighting too like okay this is the ugly side and like it's it's harmful it's it's just it doesn't feel good and look at the shift when we do show up for each other when we stop comparing when we like are there for each other compete with each other and just be be sisters and celebrate yeah Yeah, like Mm -hmm. there's just you see the shift and it's subtle but it's like it does a good job of like highlighting that like life is better when we come together and just celebrate each other mm-hmm. and exactly. stop that but it, it had to go through that pit for to them get, to get yeah. to the bright side yeah. yeah and for you as the viewer to understand it too mm-hmm. so i mean i get it and i'm glad they highlighted it because um, it happens a lot yeah yeah it's real it's super real mm-hmm. and it's not fun at all and it's something like I'll admit, like I am, I'm working on that myself. Like as, as an adult, I can, I can admit that, like honestly, for a long time, up until recently, I compared, even subconsciously, and it's just not good for the soul. Like it's just mm-hmm. not. And you, you don't realize how much you do it until somebody points it out to you, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, no wonder I get irritated or like, mm-hmm. you know, like upset sometimes. And it's just like once it's shown to you. And you can be conscious of it. It's just like, it's a little more liberating and easy to look out for now. I feel like another aspect of it that I really appreciated was the matriarch. Like having a whole matriarch of the family Mm -hmm. and my dear and like the husband wasn't even there. Like he left and then she raised all of their kids by herself Mm -hmm. in that big ass house that had hella rooms but where Mm -hmm. everyone could just sleep, even the bad guys. Um, mm-hmm. So in LA, so I know she was balling like working balling. her ass off mm-hmm. as a single mother and a hell of a kid. So like I just think that that's a beautiful thing because I think that's also stories that go untold or unnoticed in mainstream popular culture. Yeah, and it it kind of like just watching the movie. It helps you um, appreciate who you who your matriarch is, especially mm-hmm. if they're still alive. Like being able to appreciate having them still there because once they're gone, it's sometimes it gets hard to like keep that keep that family tie together. Kind of like in that movie Soul Food. So like the grandma or the mom was the matriarch of the family, but then when she passed away, it showed like the rift of like all of them like slipping away, and it took the nephew, the youngest, you know, or like the nephew, the grandson, to bring all of them together. So. It, I like how this movie just shows, like, the appreciation of having that matriarch mm-hmm. still alive in the family. Mm-hmm. Like, no yeah. one dying. <laughs> yeah. Which is I good. Know. I also like how they um, touched on how she, I guess she's talking to the friend, the housekeeper. What was she? The, um. She's like a housekeeper. Yeah. Like a she, maid. She was asking, like, when are you going to tell them about the divorce? Like, when are you going to tell them because she got a Christmas card from her ex and like she even was just like so happy that she got one and like that he's updating her on like where he is in life like the fact that she was able to keep it civil and like respectful towards him even though she held like some resentment that he left Mm -hmm. because like she was she resented music she still like spoke kind of highly not highly of him but like respectfully of him because that's her kid's dad Mm -hmm. like it was a healthy it was a bit of a healthy take on an unhealthy situation. Mm-hmm. And it really set an example. Like, there's a lot to be said about moms that really do, like, 
try to be as respectful as hell and co-parent at the same time Mm -hmm. when they really are doing it all by themselves yeah um one thing that i thought was cute that i can definitely like relate to or like i feel like is very relatable was um how the mom she had her boyfriend joe and he lived with her for years now but like every year during the holidays she has him like go leave like make it look like he's not living there with her and I thought it was cute how when all the siblings were like late night just sitting around talking and they were like, Joe's been living here. Like, and the youngest sister was like, what? Like, she didn't know. But it was like the little gossip, like just the little gossip of like <laughs> not knowing, like some people knowing, but and then some people not knowing and mm-hmm. then finding out on the holidays, like different like little secrets. Like, oh, yeah, she's been gay. Like, you know, just like <laughs> random stuff like. Oh yeah, she's been have a girlfriend, or oh yeah, she they've been living together. She has a girlfriend. Yeah, <laughs> so I thought I thought that was cute, like the whole little gossip that they did mm-hmm. um, when they were sitting around the table late at night, which is cute because we do yeah. that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'd be like, "Did you guys know?" <laughs> oh, what cracked me up was baby had <laughs> this is for you, Jesus. Well, baby had an LRG sidekick. Oh my god, yes. I had an LRG psychic. Thank you very much. I was the only one. Okay, popping. She was spoiled, aka spoiled. Okay, calm down because I have paid for my phone line. How old were you? Were you in high school? Yeah, I was in high school. I was junior year. I think my ex was the one that bought me that phone. He bought it off like Craigslist or something. Spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> but oh my god I was hopping because the sidekicks were the thing but yeah. everybody had the same sidekick and I had the LRG yeah I had the LRG sidekick I was popping until they came out with the LX and then I was like fuck this LRG I want the LX <laughs> Damn, sidekick days were popping for real for real I wouldn't know <laughs> I didn't have a Wait, sidekick me neither, girl. oh you guys never had a sidekick no, I never knew what I had a I had a slide phone. I had the chocolate. Shout out to the oh, chocolate. Oh, yeah. fancy. You no, it was not AT&T. like yours where she would just like, because you Everybody had the sidekick. I got to say, like, the way T. Dizzle would flip that phone was like, you couldn't tell her shit. Like, when you saw that phone flip out, it was, out, a it was one like. thumb and done. It was. One thumb and done. <laughs> it was a one thumb she and done. She was that bitch. And Wait, even, do you still have it? Um. Shit. If I did, it'd be like somewhere with my dad's stuff. Oh, you gotta hold on to that. That's a Yeah. Yeah. That's a novelty. Yeah. Yep. I just remember like I always so I had the LRG sidekick when everybody had like the weak ass gray one. And then the LX came out, so I got me the I bought me the LX. Thank you very much, Ambrizy over there (laughs) laughing. (laughs) And then I remember my cousin I, I call him my brother, and Breezy's brother came out with the iPhone, and I was like, what the hell kind of touchscreen bullshit is this? But then I was in love with it after he showed it to me, and then, yeah, saved my money and bought me an iPhone. She's been team iPhone ever since. Yeah. Team iPhone ever since. Yeah, I think you two were the first on team iPhone hype, too, because it took me a minute to get my iPhone. Yeah. I don't it know. Was, I had my Metro for a long time. You it was, did. It was because of, for me, it was because of Frankie. Yeah. 
good. You're good. Bucket, Frankie knows. <laughs> For me, it was because of Frankie. He he had that iPhone. He brought it to Christmas one year, and I was like, damn, this is hella nice. I'm over here flipping my one thumb and done shit, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. Like, okay. That's like so retro. <laughs> that's so 2020. <laughs> but yeah. That was crazy. And he was on it. <laughs> yeah, he was on it. He got it like right when it first came out. Him and your dad and Breezy. Mm. Yeah, they were the two, the, so the first one. two for me. And then you like. Sorry, I don't think I had it till the five. No, literally, that's what I was God saying. God damn, girl. She like, she, it took her a minute. And you had the same Metro phone I had for a minute. That little flippy one. Mm-hmm. So long. With the little text screen or the text bar. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had yeah. to pay for that shit all on my own. That's all I did for it. I feel you, sis. And it was funny because, like, so Chris Brown's character has the LRG sidekick, and T-Dizzle had it. And he also, for Christmas, gets a Nikon, and that's what I really wanted that Christmas. Aww. And, spoiler alert, I never got a Nikon. <laughs> Still don't have one. But, like, yeah, his camera was, like, my dream camera. I wanted that camera yeah. so bad. He was just spoiled. I loved the gift he gave to everybody. At the yeah. end of the thing. I thought that was really cute. It was. He really put his gift to good use. Honestly, I really want a printer. So if uh, I know you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're listening. I, I want a printer. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me want a printer every time I watch that movie. So I can print out pictures. And just give a gift like that. Like it was literally that day. He just yeah. printed the pictures yeah. and said give them out. The I was yeah. like, well, damn. Okay. I spent a whole month trying to find gifts for people, and you just did it in an hour. Boom. <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess we can move on to Regina, right? Yeah, That's Regina her King. Her whole um, synopsis of everything. It was funny. So when I realized this, the, Regina King, you guys will know what I'm talking about if you watch the movie, has a scene in this movie that for me is just like that just iconic like yeah fucking get him like just oh yes like it was a long time coming and you should have whooped his fucking ass um and I got yeah yeah, I got really excited for it and my fiance has never seen this movie so I had to like pull him in and I was like okay you got to see this I set the scene I let him know what was going on and then, like, she just goes off. I was like, that's her mama's baby oil, though. And he just started laughing. And he just goes, yeah, that's Dr. Manhattan. And I was like, okay, wait, no. That's Regina King. Yeah. <laughs> Put some respect on her name. She just became Dr. Manhattan. But, um. That is Oscar winner, Regina King. Her whole story, though, was really, um, touching. And there's a part in the, like, in the middle of it when, all the sisters are like together they're like wrapping gifts and um i forget exactly what was said but then she was like oh they were talking about how the other older sister had a hookup and then you know lauren Lennon was like i don't understand why you can't just like get with the man and then be done with him afterwards and regina keen was like you know you say that and then the next minute you knocked up and i started cracking up so bad and i looked at my daughter and i was like yeah see the next minute i'm knocked up with two kids and i was like (laughs) but i was just cracking up that's not my situation at all but it was just so funny because i'm legit knocked up with two kids (laughs) so i thought that was hella funny and then she was like 
oh my god did I just say that out loud <laughs> <laughs> like at that moment I felt so bad for her I was like damn I, I feel it though like she's trapped she feels trapped I just hate hated how like when she took her husband to the airport for a last minute ass trip uh-huh. where that she knows what he's doing at this point too like she knows where she's taking him to um and then he just says like oh I'm the only one that's that's making money. Like, I'm the only one that's working. I'm the only one contributing to our house and our bills. And, like, she just looks at him like, excuse me. Like, I work too. Like, I raise the kids. Like, I clean. I cook dinner. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I remember hearing him say that, and I was just like, you fucking asshole. Like, mm-mm. Yeah, her whole situation, I felt so bad. Like, I was ready for her to, like, have that aha moment. And when she did have that aha moment in the mm-hmm. bathroom... It was definitely liberating for her. I could tell. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It was a nice, like, okay, yeah. it get it, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Because when yeah, her I, sister... I don't work, I take care of your kids, I take care of your home. Right. Mm-hmm. She's on me. Exactly. Because even when her sister, like, came to her and was like, sis, she, he's cheating on you. Like, why don't you see it? And she was like, I've been new. Like, that hurt. I was like, damn. It's that moment when she feels trapped that she has to stay because she has two kids with them. He he pays all right. the bills. Like She has no money, no Exactly. Job. But then she had that, like, aha moment at the end. And it, it, I feel like, oh, that was, like, so yeah. uplifting. So that it was, was funny. The part where he's like, yeah, I do. I make the money. I have the job. But then he's going to go and ask her or tell her, make sure you get your stuff like to sell the dry cleaners. So we can get money. Right, exactly. We're still trying to come after her money. Mm-mm. Oh, that was so right. annoying. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about this part. When they were at dinner, and he had her warm up his food, and then he had her oh. cut it. So oh. how do you guys feel about, like, making your man food and, like, like legit to, to perfectly and cutting it for him and everything? Like, how do you guys feel about that? Because people do do that in real life. My fiance is staring at me right now, so I have to watch what I say. Jen, um, get your ass out the room. <laughs> this is girl talk. <laughs> you know when we're recording, you can't be in the room. Um, no. Just say it, baby girl. Just say it. <laughs> it's a safe space. <laughs> so, okay. If it's put in the context of how she was doing it, no. No, 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 no. He's a grown-ass man. He can make the fucking plate himself. But there are moments where, like, okay, I'm going to be real. My fiancé does most of the cooking. But when he cooks it, I'll make the plate for him and then be like, is this enough? And then, like, he could say, yeah, or no, I want some more. And then, like, I set the table, and it's like, that was my oh, contribution. But he, but he cooks. He cooked, yeah. So he does half, and then you do it's the other half. It's a half-half kind of thing. Okay. And then, like, there are times where, like, he'll he'll plate my meal and be like, here you go. Like, it's 50-50. It's not like yeah. he's just like, cut my meat, woman. Yeah. Um. Never. I mean, there was a moment early on, I'm going to expose him, where uh, I made him a sandwich, but I didn't know he was super picky. And I put, like, all, everything on it, like, mayonnaise, mustard, um hella meat and everything and he comes home from work and I had gone to work and he opens up the fridge and in front of his mom goes oh she put mayonnaise on it I can't (laughs) eat this and his mom's like are you fucking kidding me she made you a sandwich you're gonna fucking eat it and I was like so when I came home she's like 
I'm so sorry. I apologize in advance for my son. You'll never believe what he said. And then just busted him out. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know you didn't like mayonnaise. Like, this uh-huh. was before, like, I knew. Um, and she's like, no, he had the audacity. You took the time to make him a sandwich. And, like, as a mom, I would have been just as pissed if I saw my son do that. But as a girlfriend who didn't know his preferences, like, I get it. It's just, like, it's love language. It just depends. But if they expected it, oh, fuck no. Hell no. How about you, sis? Yeah, listen, hell no, that shit is not for me. Mm-mm. Period. Like, period. I mean, no, no diss to anyone who that is what you're about, but I'm just not about that subservient lifestyle and, like, that relationship and that Mm-mm. power dynamic. No, yes. that could never be me. Period. And, you know, no diss to you. If, you. if that's you, that's your, like, like that's your business. Yeah. That's never, that's never going to be me. So, mm-hmm. side story. Um, when I first met my man's uh one of his like his closest cousin's girlfriend she was kind of giving me like the 411 on like the whole family like oh you know like you know this is how they are this is you know this is this one this is this one like kind of giving me like a little heads up like this is how they act blah 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 and she was and i was like oh you know did you ever meet his ex and she was like yeah a couple times but she was saying how like she didn't really fuck with her because she would literally make my man's plate like she would make his plate for him and everything but then like she would make like almost all of their all of the men's plates for them and then like not even like ask anybody else like oh do you guys want anything or nothing like i don't know so it was very so and this is mind you this is when we like first started dating so for me i was like shit like i was like i wonder if he expects me to make his plate for him and so i never told you guys this but i was like low-key like damn I'm I'm curious because I've always been, always since I was out my mama's, you know, yuhu, I swore up and down that I would never make a man's plate. Like I don't care if he cooked or I cooked. Like nah, I don't do that shit. Like you make your own damn plate, yes. okay? And so <laughs> when I found out that his ex made him would always make his plate for him, yeah. I was like, damn. I wonder if he he's gonna want that from me. And I was like, oh shit. So like. I think it was, like, one um, barbecue, and I, like, like one of our family functions, and I kind of, like, hinted at him, was like, oh, I was like, um, you're going to make your plate? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm about to get up. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> and I never asked him, like, if he liked that, because I, I kind of wanted to make sure he knew, like, Okay, she doesn't make plates. <laughs> okay, so clearly she don't make plates out here. Like, I, yeah, so I like made sure like he knew Not it instead of me asking him like, "Oh, do you like when women make your plate for you?" But instead of doing that, I was more so like, "Oh, are you gonna make your plate?" <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm about to get up." And I was like, "Okay, cool, 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 good." Whew. But yeah, it I ain't just, me. <laughs> and I no disrespect to the women out there that do do that for their men because I do know a lot of people who actually like make their man's plate and everything. Like mm-hmm. that's great. It's just not me. <laughs> like that's right. just not who I am. Mm-hmm. I feel like, right. and then I also feel like that's you know you when you make your plate you make it to the way you want to eat it. So why should right. I make somebody somebody else's plate unless it's my own child's? I think, I forgot what I was watching, where I saw something, and this is where, like, I do get the endearment of making them a plate, is, like, especially 
back in the day, it was an older lady saying it, but back in the day when like the women were at home and the men went to work, you made your husband a plate because he was out there dealing with the world, like with the shit of the world and like shit just being weighed down on him. And it was like a woman who was a wife to like a really like a man that worked a hard job. God, I wish I remember what movie it was. And she was like, he goes out and faces the world every day. And the least I can do is make sure like I show him I care and that I'm here for him, and I make like I make sure the food is warm when he gets home. Yeah, like, I'll make sure that dinner is cooked, no problem. Oh, but she had the plate out. But really. I, yeah. <laughs> I set cutting your steak and yeah. putting jam well, on your toasting. I mean, it's 2020. We're both out there working and dealing with but the you world. Know what? Like shit. I, you know what? I can't even complain because my man actually makes my plate. <laughs> <laughs> he be making my plate for breakfast every Saturday morning, so I really can't complain. <laughs> You know what? I yeah, should I should make him a plate every once in a while, probably because he do he does do it for me all the time. But I just never liked. I never thought it was. I just never liked it. I think I've seen it in our family a couple of times, and it kind of like threw me off. Like, especially because most of the time, not saying now, but like most of the time, it was the women in our family that was cooking. So then, when everybody gets up to eat, it was still the women in the family who were making the plate for them. For their husbands. And, and the I kids. Was, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, wh- like, where is the, where is the compromise? Where is the yeah. 50-50? Where mm-hmm. is, you know, like, mm-hmm. what we're supposed to be doing this together, yeah. not just me. So that's why it kind of, like, it kind of turned me off to it when I saw it in our own family. My mom actually warned me as a teenager. Yeah, I think that's when we, she started the conversation. She has said that when she went back to Guam when she was my age, or well, a little older, um, oh, much older, actually, now I think about it, she went back with my dad, um, that they went back, and her older aunties were like, hey, Nenny, are you going to make him a plate? Like, mm-hmm. are you going to make your man a plate? She's like, no, he can make his own plate. Like, mm-hmm. he's he's an adult. Like, he's fine. And they're like, no, like, that's your job. You're supposed to make the plate. And yeah. I was like, mm, no, he can make his own. I don't do that. And she had told me, she was like, I don't want you to ever think that when you start bringing a boyfriend around, you have to make them a plate. And if someone makes that comment to you, tell them what I said. He is an adult and he knows how to make his own plate himself. He has two hands. And if they get upset and they feel like it's disrespectful, then you tell me and I'll tell them I taught her that. I raised her to be like that. And so like from an earlier age, I grew up with that mindset that like maybe some men do expect their plates to be made. So when I was, like, when Jake and I started dating, I told him, I was like, yeah, like, in certain cultures, the woman does make the plate, and in my culture, like, the older people might make a comment, but I just want you to know, like, I'm not, like, you're picky. I'm not, I'm not gonna Mm. make your plate. At a family function, you know what you like and what you don't like, like, you can do it. The only time I make him a plate, though, is if he's not there. And, like, he's going to come home from work hungry, and he knows, like, I'm at a barbecue, and I have, like, hell Oh, food. but that's different. That's different yeah. than making him a plate for him when he's home. Right yeah, when he's there with me. No. Yeah. <clears throat> if you miss the food, you miss the food. My favorite thing, though, like, oh, this is, like, ooh, love language. Like, you, this is when I was like, man, you love me. Is in our culture, the men will grill oysters, and I love oysters. But the thing is, it never makes it inside because they eat it at the grill. So... My boyfriend, know, well, my fiance, knows that we that I love oysters, so he took some inside to me one one barbecue, and he's like, "Yeah, I made sure to get them before they were gone for you," and I was just like, "Oh, you love me!" Like that. It was that moment where I was like, oh, 
I love you so much. Aww, that's cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, I have no problem with it when it's, like, done out of love. Yeah. Like, of course. Actually, like, out of liberty, out of your own personal desire. Like, oh, I just want to do it. Yeah, exactly. But it's, like, when it's the expectation. Yes. It's like, Hell no, 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 no. Yes, you know, when like it's, it's like, that's, okay. That's a whole different story. And when it's kind of like the whole, the woman makes a plate for the man, that's exactly. when I, that's when I don't fuck with it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's right, when, when I'm like, like, no. it's like the gender role expectation. Exactly, mm-hmm. the gender role, exactly. Not like just because, oh, I'm working hard, so this is the least you yes. can do. But like, when it's like, oh, no, you're a woman, that's all you you're are. You're supposed that's to be making your be. husband's plate. No, like, that's not how it, like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you took the Which word right out of it's very traditional. It is. It's more of a traditional um, thing. And, like, now we're in more modern, progressive times. Yeah. So I will say that this is, like, the American in me, though. Like, this is the progressive For sure. feminist American in me. Yeah. More than the traditional tomorrow. Because I've been, yeah, I've heard that, too, before. And I've seen it before. And I've been asked before. Mm-hmm. And I'm just From, like, like yeah. uh, definitely from the Manankus, from the older, yep. older people in our family mm-hmm. who ask, like, oh, are you going to make him a plate? Um, no, he's not hungry. He'll make his plate when he's ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. One thing, oh, the other thing I loved about this movie was how they did a soul train line. I was um, going to say, that was my favorite part. Yeah, it's just uh, so fun. And I just wish our family would actually be on board to do it. <laughs> so if you're our family and you're listening... Y'all need to just get up and just dance. Gosh, <laughs> leash. But yeah. See, we definitely don't do it right because we're not coordinated and some people don't go down the line. But we all, I say we do have dance parties at least. Like we'll throw on the music and we'll all just kind of start dancing. Yeah, but it was, ne- it's I never mean, like, everybody. it's never like, so even when we do get everybody to get up to the two lines, it ends up being us just dancing in front of each other because nobody actually wants to go down the line by themselves or just in general, like, wants to go down the line. So they're always like, yeah, skip me, go ahead, go. And so then it's, <laughs> it's literally the th- the same three people going down the line mm-hmm. and everybody else just standing there. So it becomes like a circle rather than a soul yeah, journey. It's a soul that's circle. Mm-hmm. That's what we have. Yeah. Okay, I yeah. can appreciate the soul circle. Those are fun. Yeah. <laughs> Those are fun. I appreciate the soul circles and the dance parties because there was that one year where, like, Uptown Funk had just come out and we were just, oh. we played it, like, five times in a row and oh. it was just like, do it again! And then we yeah. were just, like, dancing around the house. And it was just, like, I, I think of that night so fondly as, like, one of the most purest, like, happiest moments of my life where, like, we were just all dancing. You were going around the house. We went into the garage where the speaker wasn't at, and, like, we just brought the party inside. It was just so fun. Like, we spent those, like, what? how many minutes is that song? Like, 18, oh, God, like, 20 minutes dancing that song over and over again, just, like, mm-hmm. pure happiness. Like, I just love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah. That's one thing I want I really want a soul train line. Like, when I get married, we have to, like, everybody do has to do it. And I'm not just saying, like, make the line. I want people to go down the line. Yes. Yes. Individual or, you know, partnered up if you're too nervous to go by yourself. But you I want a first, guys. long soul train line. Maybe we can do that next holidays. Because I know this ho- this Christmas is going to be different than the mm-hmm. rest. But maybe mm-hmm. next Christmas we can really work on just 
Get in the right. soul train line <laughs> so together. You, practice that a little bit. Yeah. So to our listeners out there, if you've ever seen a soul train line be, be done, or if you do in the future, and you get in, make sure you go down the middle. Just commit. Don't get in the line if you're not going to dance. But I encourage you, no matter what, to get in the line and do something. And you can even do like how Regina did. She strutted like a model, mm-hmm. and then at the very end, she did a little one-two, uh, uh, and then... Yep got back in line and just like that she was done like yep. come on guys you could do anything come on just come on be actually matter of fact if you're too shy to get into the soul train line how about you get with another shy person y'all figure out a little routine <laughs> y'all figure out a little routine to do down the line and that way every year y'all can just go together and do that same routine every year that's i, I would just I just want to say out there to people who are who have anxiety or a little shy when it comes to the soul train lines, just remember everyone else is not really paying attention to you as you're walking down. They're just too busy thinking about what dance. Yep, <laughs> what they're gonna do. <laughs> what they're gonna do. And if anything, so they're probably they might be just upset because you did what they wanted yes. to do. Because That's I remember, <laughs> yeah, some years I'd be ready. Like, I have a whole, like, routine in my head, and then, like, my uncle will go down the line and do the same routine that I was about to do. Like, now I'm just standing there like, okay, wait, hold up. And and they're hyping him up, too. So I'm like, okay, well, I can't go right after him. No. I can't just do this cabbage patch right after him. Like, they gonna think I'm biting him. Like, no. So don't worry. We all get anxiety when it comes to the Soul Train line. Also, but you can do it. If you're the person in the soul train line that absolutely kills it every time you go down, just know I applaud you. I appreciate you. But also, I hate going after you. Like, it is a fucking nightmare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, it is. It's you two. I'm always like, and you know, I get so excited when we do them that like I'm always near one of you. And then you guys go down and I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Like, no. no and then i go down and i'm like i don't hear the same applause and i'm like yeah i know i suck <laughs> like damn i get it and then like your dad will come up after me and i'll be like yep nope he killed it he yeah. killed it my dad got the moves my He's favorite is like operator. when my mom's like come on Britt, you and me let's go and i'm just like okay cool like my, if my mom goes with me then that's cool it's like it's a little mother mother yeah. daughter duo Grab a partner. Y'all can practice now. Just, you guys have until next year. Yeah. Totally right. fine. Have your go. Now, you two don't practice. You're already too good as it is, okay? I know you're already thinking about it. Well, I it. always dance, so it's just, you know, freestyle for me. It's just a freestyle. Ooh, let's see professional. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we got it. Know me. <laughs> know the girl. <laughs> Wait, have you guys ever seen yourself as one of the characters? Like, who do you relate to the most? Ooh. Oh. Mm, okay, wait. So I related to Lord London's character in the sense that they were teasing her about how long it took her to finish college. Um, oh. Because she was like seven years. And I'm like, oh, yep. It, it, it's taken me a, a, a long time. We'll get there when we get there. Um, hey, that's okay. As long as you get there. Um, but sure. I feel like I would only related to her on that aspect. Um, yeah. I mean, ever since the, be- the very beginning, I always... Saw myself more as what's her name, Kelly, the middle sister, uh-huh. the one that went and got a degree. Because I just always kind of felt like going. To, I, it was just that was just my route in life. Uh-huh. It was very different than what I knew and what I came up with and the people around me. So I always felt like that. <laughs> but then now that I'm older and like, you know, like 
I can cook and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, Regina, Regina's character in that sense of like, yeah, she could cook and mm-hmm. like she, you know, she's the more mother. Like she's not selfish. Yeah, she's taking care of everybody mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but that's like the older sister in me too. Yeah, I told I always saw you as Lauren London's character. I was just gonna <laughs> say, I feel like, I mean, even though now I'm like a mother now, but. I always felt like Lauren London in in this yeah. movie just because one she was away from home she would always come home and it was always like mm-hmm. Lauren's home and like or whatever her name is home and then like bringing home like just a random guy like I I've always been single <laughs> on just until now um and then just kind of like living she just she just seemed like she's just she's living her life yeah like you know, just the fact when they were saying how, like, she changed her major every time she got a new boyfriend. Like, that's me. I always was constantly like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do hair. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do IT. And it's not because of a man, per se, but it was more so just me, like, constantly changing up what I want to do because I'm just living mm-hmm. my life. Mm-hmm. And I feel yeah. like that's what Which she was fine. doing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I definitely related more towards uh, Lauren London's character the most throughout my years. See, for me... It was when they did that first Soul Train line and like their dances in that first Soul Train line. <laughs> that's me and that's totally. <laughs> yes, that's so true. Yep, that's definitely. Well, if we're talking me. about the Soul Train line, then I was definitely one of the kids because <laughs> they just walked across. They <laughs> did a little, little, little strut. strut and nobody cheered. That's so it's funny. like, yeah, that's. That's me. <laughs> I'm going to make sure to cheer extra loud for Brittany the next real. time we do a soul Now you're all going to know why she's TikTok cheering dance. extra loud. Yeah, <laughs> see, Amber just said you can do one of your little TikTok, TikTok dances. dances. No. And you know, you know the kids will go crazy if you start oh doing that gosh. in the line. No. I, I wouldn't yeah. know, but I know they'll go crazy. Oh, my goodness. That's good. See, we're giving you, we're giving you some <laughs> tips and tricks. Yeah. I would say, B, for you, I would say... Like, I don't know, you have the spirit of the mom a lot. Which is <laughs> Wait, okay. I wanted I to mean, be like... I, I mean no diss. <laughs> no, I, I love mean. it so much. But, but it's like the joy. Like, she's so yes. positive. She's just yes. like, so yeah. welcoming. She's hospitable. Like, you know, so even the freaking the robbers or, or whatever. The person, <laughs> the after-home son. Like, she's such a good house. Um, a wel- what's you. it called? A house. A host. Yeah. Yes. No, it's yeah, funny. Make everyone feel included Aww. all the time. Thank you. I appreciate that. I wanted to say the mom, but I didn't want it to sound like I thought so like highly old, of myself. Or that you're like an old woman. Yeah, I thought I was an old woman. So I was like, I mean, if I'm being real, I really did resonate with the mom. Like, she yeah. was just so happy everybody was home. Yeah. Yeah, she just was so loving. And that, then also, yeah. like, not wanting to, like, you know, drop bombs at a certain time of the year because everybody's home. Like, you don't want to ruin the moment. Yeah. You don't want to be that person. Um, right. So it's just like, no, I resonate with that. I like that. Um. Yeah, no, I loved her. I loved her a lot. Okay, so what did we rate this? Ooh. Well, I'm just going to go first. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm giving it a 10 out of 10. (laughs) I'm giving it a 10 out of 10 because I just love this movie. It is probably, like, one of my favorite Christmas movies. Top two, probably. I can't think of what other movie I would like more than this. It's literally... One of the Christmas movies I have to watch every year mm-hmm. just to kind of get me in the feel goods. And then especially like watching it on Christmas Eve with you guys. Like, I love doing that. It's kind of like a tradition now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Ever since me and Amber mm-hmm. watched it in the movie theater, 
we watch it every year mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. Right. We put it on, even if it's just in the background, mm-hmm. but, like, we go see, like, certain parts, keep it on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it's definitely a 10 out of 10 for me. I just related to it so much, and then it just was so warm. I'll go next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. For me, it's also a 10 out of 10. Hey. Like, as I said before. Yes. 10, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10. Um, no, yeah, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies and it's just really nostalgic to me even though it didn't come out in my childhood but like in my teenage years it just yes. felt like home yeah yeah and my family yeah and love and it's just it's like she said I have to watch it every year yeah I love it I feel like it brings up it like just even thinking of the movie brings up good memories of like our Christmases mm-hmm. okay all right Brittany <laughs> no um okay so I'm gonna be real when I went into this I was just like realistic I was just like okay I didn't really like it didn't do anything for me when I first watched it like I don't know how I'm gonna feel and then I also have to keep in mind too, like relay that I was a teenager when I watched it I was angsty I was in my emo phase like I was just mad at the world I had my own like anger with everything so I wasn't in the mindset to watch that movie and appreciate it for what it was Um, But now as an adult, having gone through some life, um, I... I gotta say, it's a 10. Oh! It's a 10. I really thought she was about to give it, like, an 8 or a 7. No, I, like, it's funny because, like, when I thought about what I was gonna rate it after I watched it, I was like, okay, like, it's at least a Uh 9. But then I was like, why isn't it a 10? Like, what about it is missing that Uh it's not a perfect Christmas movie? And I couldn't think of anything. And you're 100% correct. This movie really just reminds me of home, uh-huh. of our Christmas times from teenager, teenage and beyond. And just, like, that feeling that I get when all of our family is together. That it's like, I can't see myself not watching this every Christmas now mm-hmm. because of Ooh. what it reminds me of. So, thank you, guys. Oh, I my really God. Like, yeah, this Yay. is a, it's a perfect, the perfect score. score. Is this pew, the pew, first pew, perfect pew, pew, score, pew. too? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Ew, we got a perfect score. It's, it's worthy. It's we worthy. And then score. I mean, on top eight. of it, it just Elvis in it. So I mean, oh, I've got to rate it high. It had to such, at least be. A I nine. mean, come on, man! It has such good cast. Yes, every like it has such yeah. a good cast. Just the good caliber. music. Yeah, good acting. Yeah, oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. Everything. Everything. Definitely about it. a really good Christmas movie. If you have not seen it already, we highly recommend it. Ten, ten, ten. Recommend. <laughs> ten, 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 ten. <laughs> All right, guys. So that wraps it up yeah. for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed watching this Christmas, especially as much as I did. Like I really like became a believer. So if you became a believer, believer too. Believer. Make sure to leave some Christmas tree emojis under ding, ding, our ding, post ding, about ding. this movie. Um, be sure you are following us on all of our socials on Instagram at binging.bitches and on Twitter at bingingbitches. Be sure to leave us a five star review and just tell us all the good things in the review section of the Apple Store, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And yeah, tune in next time, guys. Be sure to tune in on Monday. We will announce what the next podcast is. Oh. So you'll know what to binge with us. Until next time. Hey. Bye. We love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Ew.